Hello, I'm Zipporah, and this is Talking Blind. I am pleased to present you with another side of visual impairment in the areas of socialization, education, employment, assistive technology, children and family, and so much more. I hope you enjoy our up-and-coming episodes. Please stay tuned. I just want to say once again that I appreciate you sticking with me through my breathing and um, vocal issues. Sometimes it's clearer than others and sometimes it's it's bad. And that just means I've been pretty much talking a lot that day. I will always try to give you the best quality. However, sometimes I just really want to make sure I get certain content out. So again, I really thank you for your support and your patience. Thank you for joining me again for another episode. As I promised, I have created a episode for the organizations that I have been mentioning in previous podcasts. Thanks to our listeners. I received an email for our question and answer segment on Friday. If you did not hear that, um, the listener asks for more detailed information about the organizations. I realized I had mentioned the organizations, but I did not give you Uh, details about those organizations. So that's what you're going to receive in the next up and coming episode. Stay tuned. The American Council for the Blind has been around since about 1961. And I'm quite sure in the history of blind advocacy, those who have worked for ACB are probably even further back than that. If you have a chance, please visit their website at acb.org and get more information, donate to their programs and their causes, and even donate your time if you have it. There are a lot of stereotypes about the blind organizations out there and I would just encourage you to ignore what you hear about different things from different people. It's better that you participate in these organizations yourself and get a first-hand knowledge of what's going on. I personally have been a member of both American Council for the Blind and National Federation of the Blind. And I will tell you that there are some differences. However, there are some wonderful similarities. And those similarities are the fact that they are both dedicated to their blind and visually impaired individuals. They are both out there to fight and strive to make sure that the blind community has their rights 
acknowledged and respected. Take a listen to the upcoming clips about American Council for the Blind and then go check it out for yourself. Guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention. And operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. The ECB has an unswerving resolve to ensure that governments, businesses, employers, and other individuals comply with the hard-won laws that protect the rights of people who are blind or visually impaired to participate fully in all aspects of American society. We prefer to advocate through the use of techniques such as direct advocacy, structured negotiations, and mediation to address the access rights of people who are blind or visually impaired, but we have also filed lawsuits when other advocacy approaches did not work. Taken together, these efforts have led to bullet list start public transit agencies providing audible announcements on buses, trains, and subways. Bullet. Municipalities installing accessible pedestrian signals making it safe for people who are blind or visually impaired to independently cross streets. Bullet. States providing voting machines that allow people who are blind to vote privately and independently. Bullet. The state of Hawaii opening its borders to people who use guide dogs without the requirement of a lengthy, costly and unnecessary quarantine. Bullet. Banks and other businesses providing point-of-sale, POS, credit and debit card processing devices that allow for people who are blind to conduct their business independently and privately. Bullet, we are working with leading developers of mainstream technology to ensure that new and emerging technologies, many of which are highly complex and graphical, are accessible for and usable by people who are blind or visually impaired. Bullet, throughout our history, we have partnered with other organizations on civil rights issues because we understand that whether discrimination is based on disability, gender, age, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation or any other factor, it is discrimination and must be eliminated. The National Federation of the Blind is a long-standing um, advocacy group for blind and visually impaired individuals. They've been around since 1940. Wow, <laughs> a very long time. And they have done amazing work throughout the United States in fighting for the rights um, for blind individuals in education, employment, government and more i'm going to show you um or play you a clip from some material directly from their website the national federation of the blind has again another uh, stereotype that people tend to think that um they're hard they're bullies they're you know there are some very strong-minded people in the National Federation and again I recommend that you check them out for yourself and see what you think and this is just my opinion again this podcast is about all about my opinion my opinion is that they both can benefit you you know, my model when I first lost my sight, and I feel it still is, if you're blind, you know, you should be about something. 
someone. I don't care if you belong to ACB or NFB or, you know, whatever alphabet you want to belong to, but you need to make sure that you participate in something that's going to make sure that your life is better lived. If you're not out there fighting to make sure that you get equal rights, just like everyone else, then you have nothing to complain about. You know, time and time again, I hear people complain, oh, if we had this or if we could do this or if this was, well, guess what? When the opportunity comes to go to Washington and lobby and make sure that some of these right laws are turned over or changed or just added, you know, there's not enough people there to do that. Or when they have these events, you know, ACB, NFB, they put on events all the time for the community to see what blind people are doing. But you might have a handful of people that show up to those things. Even if you're not a member of any of these organizations, you should still take the time out to go and support them. If you're not able to march in the parades or in the white cane days or go to one of the conventions, the local state conventions or the national conventions, then fine, but still participate in some of their activities. They do fundraisers at restaurants and um, just when you buy a meal, you know, you, it donates to this cause. It doesn't matter as long as you're out there supporting those who have the ability to stand up in front of your Congress and your senators and fight or become lawyers and defend us in our, you know, um, disputes against uh, parenting, uh, you know, them trying to take away your children or not allowing your children to have education or matter of fact, you not being able to finish college or go to college or anything like that. That's what these organizations are out there fighting for. And in order to keep them around for as long as they've been around, they need support. Like I said, this is my opinion. I have different views from a whole lot of people. You know, yes, I believe in what NFB is doing. Yes, I believe in what ACB is doing. Is there some things about NFB I don't like? Yes. Are there some things about ACB I don't like? Yes. But again, what I do like about both is that they are there for blind and visually impaired individuals and their rights. There are things I don't like about my sister. And there are things I love about my sisters. But guess what? I still love them. I still support them. That's all I'm saying. National Federation of the Blind knows that blindness is not a characteristic that defines you or your future. Every day we raise the expectations of blind people because low expectations create obstacles between blind people and their dreams. You can have the life you want. Blindness is not what holds you back. The National Federation of the Blind is continuously working towards securing full integration, equality, independence, acceptance, and respect for all blind Americans. A crowd of NFB members gathers outside near the Capitol Dome in Washington, D.C. Image, but our advocacy work has centered on issues related to education, employment, transportation, voting, and civil rights, and is directed by the resolutions, link, that are passed every year during our national convention, link. 
As the oldest and largest nationwide organization of blind Americans, we are able to provide expert advice in these areas to blind people, their families, agencies for the blind, corporations, and the government. The National Federation of the Blind has a lot of programs available through their mentoring, their Bell Academy to teach Braille, um, their newsline for persons who have a difficulty accessing reading materials such as magazines and newspapers and more. Um, they also host a podcast. They have free canes that they are uh, giving out, uh, slate and stylus uh, to help you uh, with writing braille. There's just a number of different um, programs. You know, they they offer scholarships for people that are in college, um, legal assistance. The list goes on and on. Um, I can't, you know tell you each and every one off the top of my head right now, but I know that there is a lot. So please remember to visit their website at nfb.org and get more information. I have an announcement. The National Federation of the Blind will be putting on Zoom conferencing calls to connect the blind community during the COVID-19 pandemic. Reach out to your state president to find out when Zoom conferencing will be in your area. Ms. Barbara Manuel, state president of Alabama, says that their conferencing will be Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Lee Martin, of Indiana says that they're also participating in the Zoom conferencing. I'm not sure of the time and dates. However, reach out to your local state president for the National Federation of the Blind or a chapter president for the National Federation of the Blind. And they should be able to let you know when they're doing their Zoom conference calls. These calls are very important for the blind community to know what's going on with the stimulus package, the medical treatments, and anything else that may affect the blind community at this time. Please stay safe and follow all guidelines that are directed by the CDC. Another announcement about the questions for the stimulus refund because of the COVID-19 pandemic, American Council of the Blind has information on their website at acb.org slash 2020 recovery rebate. Well, that's going to wrap up the National Federation of the Blind and American Council of the Blind. I hope I've given you enough information to get you started. Please go and check out those websites. 
and join us again next week where I'll bring you information on National Disability Rights Network and American Foundation for the Blind. I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Talking Blind. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please remember to join us again on Friday for our laid back question and answer segment where you, the listener, will ask the question and I'll do my best to give you an answer. I'll see you then.